Welcome, wrestling fans, to a bout of epic proportions. It's time to strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the Brothers of Discussion. In the far corner, the older, the wiser, the funnier, Mike Clang and Bang Clang. In the other corner, the younger, the quicker, the prettier, Matt, thumping and pumping, clang! Mikey Clank, baby! Matty Clank, baby! Woo! Um, Mike, real quick, hot take question. Who is the most over pro wrestler in the world right now? Roderick Strong, baby! <laughs> All right, I'm done. This was, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it wasn't... Uh, I know it's a go-home show for uh, that Extreme Rules, but none of the matches are Extreme Rules. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't get it, but uh, this is a hot week for NXT, so... Yeah. Um, I, I would want to start with that, Matt, if, if you're okay with that. Oh, you were supposed to say Adam Cole was the answer to that hot tag question. Uh, I actually picked the correct answer, which was Roderick Strong. All right, go all ahead. No, right. uh, so, uh, what do you want to talk about first? Adam Cole knocking down um, Oni Lorcan's twin uh, brother, Danny Birch, or <laughs> Talk um, Mustache Mountain going how, down? How long have they had Oni and Danny, uh, like, how long have they had that planned? Because those two do look like they came out of the same birth canal. Um, I, I don't know, like, is it is it something where it's, like, bad casting? You know, like, if you're watching a TV show and there's too many guys that look the same, you're going to start confusing characters, you're going to get lost in the plot. Like, I had to Google search, who did Adam Cole fight? And I started, like, (laughs) I couldn't even remember Danny Burch's name, so I typed in, like, Oni Larkin and, but... He was fighting one of them. That's what I, I knew that was happening. Right! Yeah, like, if you ask me before the night started who he was going to fight, I just know that it was a bald guy that was involved in the tag match a couple weeks ago. Like, that's one of those bald guys. And he's British. Yeah, I don't think they've done enough uh, to set those guys apart. Like, they they are, like, a... I know it was a singles match, but I think that's, like, the, the worst thing for their, like, singles career is they're just synonymous they are Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan. Yeah. I, I, I hope that one day they do something to differentiate, but I, I couldn't tell you. They, they kind of wrestle the same. They kind of look the same. Uh, I'm really looking forward to, you know, Michael Cole struggling, um, you know, to name one of them, just like he does with the Usos. Um, that's in the future. I think the match with um, Adam Cole, you know, definitely shows... What an awkward relationship that could be with the crowd. Yeah. Like, if you want to break it down, you know, uh, you know, this is undisputed era. This this was their Wednesday night. Like they they got to pull the curtain and they got to close the show. Yeah. 
Um, this is like uh, like an old WCW pay per view where Kevin Nash did all the booking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? The NWO always wins. That's weird. <laughs> like, well, we know they're not doing the booking, but it's just it's like that's what it looks like. They are so yeah. in control. And then all the videos, you know, they post uh, uh, online on Facebook afterwards. It's it's just them. Too sweet, or uh, they're not too sweet, and they're undisputed era ing their way to the the locker room with their cute little arms folded. Because and... yeah. uh, I, I know, like last week, you know, we touched on um, Alistair Black. You know, he hasn't really had a signature match yet um, as yeah. far as his title is concerned. I think this week was a, a really good example of how important it is to have a good dance partner. Um, when Mustache Mountain and. Um, you know, Kyle O'Reilly and your best buddy in the whole world, Roderick Strong. When that match started, that crowd had that chant of Undisputed versus Mustache Mountain going. I'd say almost like the first five, six, seven minutes of that match. Yeah. That's a lot of endurance. I don't even think I've... I don't know how we make it through this podcast talking that much. Well, I gotta, uh, I, I gotta be I honest. I take a lot uh, of breaks. I, uh, I, I watched that match with no sound, so I gotta take your word on that. Oh yeah, go back and rewatch it because it, it it enhances the match. Uh, the I, crowd was like totally invested in that. Yeah, there's a there's a wrestling um, I don't want to call it a blog, but like a group on Facebook that I, I belong to that uh, multiple people on that group posted that this was the best televised match of all time, and I I I watched it. I didn't feel that way. But that is probably just to the, like just to explain how much uh, that that having the crowd behind that match could probably do for it. I, I thought yeah. it was really good. I thought it was great match. I didn't think it was I didn't think it was the greatest televised match of all time. Um, well, part of that is because of uh, Kyle and Roderick. Yeah, they've just been doing so many good back to back to back to back matches. It's it's hard to say, man, that was incredible. When it's just like, well, that's just kind of run of the mill now for Kyle and Roderick. Yeah, and, and um, if if you could ever like, if Bobby Fish had to leave and something had to just, man, if there is a puzzle piece that fits right into place on that team, holy mackerel, is it putting in like a. Like a lost, the lost puppy, Roderick Strong, like that. Oh, that has enhanced this this uh, team, like just to the nth degree. And I can't, <laughs> I can't even imagine like how you fit Bobby Fish. Like, what is he gonna do when he comes back? Because is this just gonna be another storyline where Bobby's ready to go and they just, you know, kick know. out, kick out Roddy Strong? I, I wouldn't. I think that Roderick is. Uh, as far as being he might be the best striker in the group um, Adam's probably the best storyteller Kyle's the best wrestler yeah um, and I've kind of I kind of forgot what Bob I mean Bobby I remember him uh, being really good at like the um, you know like the taunting yeah like as far as you know being at ringside and, and doing the, the tag team shenanigans he's really good at that yeah he's a um, fantastic tag partner it's going to be fun to watch those guys try to figure it out once he gets healthy. Um, I just think, like, watching both of these matches and the crowd reactions for both, it was really, it's really tough for Danny Birch to be the face in that match because Adam was, you know, trying to use some shenanigans, you know, uh, clinging to the ropes. 
um, you know, kind of scampering away if the if the tide wasn't quite going in his favor. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Adam Cole gets the hero welcome, but he's still got to use heel tactics. Um, hey, that's why I, I gave you the hot tag question at the beginning. He is the most over man in the business right now. He is. Um, you know, coming out with the like the crowd. You know, they used to really love the Adam Cole. Uh, baby, um, they do it for his song. They do it when the announcer, you know, calls him out to the ring, making his way to the ring. Adam Cole, and the crowd goes, "Baby!" <laughs> <laughs> um, but they really pop for the boom now. Uh, you know, when he does his theme song. Yeah, yeah, um, it's fun to watch the crowd behind him. Yeah, I just, uh, it just, it's just kind of a rough, um, rough outing for Birch. Um, Nobody, I don't think anyone expected him to win. You got to make you know the title holders look tough, um, you yeah. know, especially if it's you don't want to give them you know extra losses on uh, you know the free programming, um, you know, like they do on Raw SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was a it was a really good match. Um, the uh, commentators really touched on um, like for Cole, you know, how often he was saying, "You're not on my level, Danny." Kept calling him Danny, you know, with uh, some disdain. Uh-huh. Um, and one thing I really liked, um, going back to uh, Kyle and Roderick, uh, Morrow kept touching on, you know, this could be their last chance to get their tag team titles back because we know the War Raiders are waiting in the wings. Um, and that's something I think that they kind of got away from on SmackDown, um, where they used to, you know, make you feel like everybody wanted to win the championship instead of whoever was feuding at that time yeah you know what i mean like everybody should want to win all the time you might just get distracted but that should still be like you know focus number one you know that's something that you know kevin owens is really good at i i don't know if they do like great storytelling anymore if it's not Corey graves having to explain something on the spot uh, on the main roster because it, it always feels like like even when you go back to and I, I wrote uh, one of my pieces on this was Ronda Rousey's match with Nia Jax and we go like a month of them feuding and it never really made sense and then the match started and Michael Cole goes yeah this this Nia Jax said she wanted this match because she felt she's gonna have to face Ronda Rousey eventually so if I challenge her now while she's still green in the ring, I'll have a better shot of beating her. That fucking makes so much sense. That's genius. Why did it take six weeks to think of that? I don't know. Nobody mentioned that in any instance of Nia or Rousey in that buildup. But then they're in the ring, and we know Nia's never said this. But it, they finally have like a reason that Nia would actually challenge Ronda Rousey. And the rest of the time, it's just Nia making her stupid faces, just going, well, I, come on, is that, huh, what? Like, <laughs> that's what I want. I, yep. why, you know, Ronda, why do you want to fight me? That's yep. what I said. Oh, my God. Are you going to, what are you, chicken? <laughs> what? No. And then Michael Cole say Michael Cole saves the day but what i mean the point what, isn't that michael when he's cole, the voice of reason there's something <laughs> missing in the weekly storytelling but that could have been you know let, let's i'll give him kudos for saying it on the night of but where was that six weeks beforehand and and then we've got nxt reminding us 
of a show that's probably already been taped <laughs> of the War Raiders who are probably going to challenge uh, Roddy Strong and Kyle O'Reilly. So yeah. it's just... Huh, I don't know. It's probably just another example of how it's unfair in NXT where they know the future, you know, and maybe they were waiting for Nia Jax to think of something and then they went, well, six weeks, nothing happened. Um, or... Yeah. <laughs> You know, or creative, but uh, regardless of the situation, it's just, you know, like uh, for, for Raw and SmackDown, I mean, what NXT's situation is, is some of the stuff is recorded after. So these, these episodes yeah. are done. And then Morrow has an opportunity to sit as I am in my basement, and I get to record something just to make sure I'm not missing, you know, like, like when we're done recording here, and if I said something really dumb, I can delete it. And that right. is exactly what's happening on NXT, too. Yep. And I, I, I question, too, if, uh, if, and I know this isn't where we were going, but this made me think of it. I was watching that NXT episode. I wonder if, uh, Aleister Black and, um, oh my gosh. <laughs> are you thinking of Lars Sullivan? Who are you thinking No! Of? God damn it! Um,. You know, the mean guy. Jesus. Tommaso Ciampa? Yeah, thank you, Jesus. How many articles left? No, I, honestly, I, I'm not trying to save myself here. I'm honestly worried because I couldn't think of, like, movie theater earlier today. Like, I told my wife, I was like, I think I'm showing signs of early onset, onset dementia. Because I couldn't think of, like, easy things. And I'm, like, preparing for an interview tomorrow, and I was like, I can't even think of, like old scenarios that i worked in like i'm really i don't know if it's the stress either way um <laughs> i was worried that the tomaso champa and alistair black segment maybe fell flat when they when they uh filmed it live because it just felt out of place it felt weird like it did show champa still being evil yeah but then there's like that weird interaction with johnny gargano where I don't know. Alistair, I feel like, should have said, get the fuck out of here to Gargano. Like, no! <laughs> Shut up! I gotta win! No shit! Like, telling him, like, it's okay, John. Like, no! <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Gargano. Um, but that felt weird. Like, I get it. I get from the Gargano standpoint, and that's obviously the biggest rivalry in, in sports entertainment, or at least, you know, especially on the WWE side. Um, but then, you know, the rest of it was just, just, just like, it doesn't make sense for Alistair. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's a, That was just a thought I had. Maybe it means nothing. Maybe that was the plan all along. But it did kind of feel like they went, well, we can't end the night with Alistair Black and Tommaso Ciampa after that amazing match. So let's just have Ciampa, you know, spike Alistair's head into the cement. And that'll be that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know how you the, feel about uh, that. Get out of jail free card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're really harping on something that happened a week ago. Uh, I, uh, I would. Uh, wait, didn't that just happen? Wait, that, that didn't happen yesterday, did it? Yeah. Was... That was. Uh, he runs into Gargano outside, uh, and then he comes inside and takes two steps, and Ciampa grabs him, throws him up on the table, and spikes his head. And then there was no Aleister Black segment. Or, or am I mistaken? 
Well, um, here's what happened. I watched <laughs> NXT on my phone, and I fast-forwarded because I thought it was a... Uh, um, coming out hot tonight, girl on the big red light. You're made of shit. You deserve it. I thought it was just a commercial for me to get t-shirts, so I skipped over that and just watched Kyrie Sane. I don't know what happened. I saw a Dakota Kai interview. I saw Kyrie win. I saw her cut a um, uh, Asuka Nakamura-esque promo um, where she said, Shayna, I beat you before and I'm going to do it again. 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 And then the crowd was going, again. 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 <laughs> uh, it made me giggle. And then uh, Maro said, uh, oh, uh, breaking news. Oh, mama mia. Next week we're going to get a fatal four-way. Wow. Uh, so that was definitely um, <laughs> added in post, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so I, I can't attest to uh, what happened to our, our champion at NXT. Uh, but I can say that I am excited for this fatal four-way next week, which is absolutely... <laughs> Highlight next week's uh, exciting episode of NXT Live. Uh, it's going to be Kyrie versus Candice versus Nikki Cross uh, versus Bianca Belair. Pretty jacked. Pretty jacked. I like those ladies. Yeah. Uh, I like Nikki and Kyrie. You don't like Candice and Bianca? Um, I, I still want to see a little bit more. It feels it feels like like a month ago we were recording an episode about like Bianca Belair's hair and she like lost a match and now she's hey granted you know there's potential for a bunch of you know five matches in between there uh, yeah. but now you know now she's got a fatal four way not that I'm saying she's gonna win and and you know what she's probably charismatic enough to to get in the ring with uh, Shayna because. I mean, we're not saying that Shayna's the best, you know, tactically think, in, in the ring. I think what you're trying to say is you need a hot tag. All right, out of those four ladies, what is your worst-case scenario? Who comes out on top? Uh, Candice uh, LeRae. All right, hot tag number two, best-case scenario. Go! Hot tag. Ky Kyrie Sane. All right, go ahead. Uh, uh, ask, ask me now. Uh, worst case, Mike. You gotta say hot tag. Hot tag. Worst hot case tag scenario. What? <laughs> hot tag what? Say it all together. Hot tag, Mike. What is the worst case scenario <laughs> for the fatal four-way at NXT next week? Worst case scenario is Nikki Cross. That storyline is over. What? But not in the cool Finn Balor way. It no. Over. No. You Nikki would be fun. You had your three minutes. I gotcha. Now you're gone. But yeah. she did. She did pretty good. Hey, it's my turn. All, All right, right. Uh, Mike. I have another hot tag question for you. Oh, uh, I'm ready for that. What? <laughs> yeah, this is real. What? This what is real fair. <laughs> you, <laughs> What's the best case scenario for next week's Fatal Four Way? Uh, best case. Uh, probably Kyrie Sane. All right. I want. I want Bianca. But I don't think that's best case scenario because it's going to be a who do you root for? Because Bianca's been bad, but Shayna's really bad. So that 
You can't have two Bayheads in the ring, so it's it's gonna be Kyrie or Candice. Uh, uh, I don't know if Candice is really done enough. I mean, who did she beat so far? I think she. Ugh, I I think she she's probably gonna feud with Bianca for a while, right? That's what I was gonna guess. There there has to be something to come out of this, and then uh, what? Nikki can fight uh, Lacey because they seem to. Well, Their style Lacey is currently feuding with uh, Dakota Kai. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, they can um, have a three-way. Yeah, they can. They can. Yeah. Um. Well, they, they match up. You know, Lacey's all prim and proper. And Nikki is Nikki. I think, uh, like, if we're gonna do one more hot tag, what do you think's the most boring matchup? Because this is—is is this Takeover gonna be the SummerSlam weekend then? Uh, yeah. What is uh, Takeover Brooklyn? That's the yeah, big, I, that's the name. I don't think Candice has quite the connection uh, that her husband has. Not yet. Yeah, they've I, just, it's not her fault. They keep making her go out as you know Mrs. Wrestling, and you know she's oh she all she does is worry about her husband. She's not her own person. Candice have her own goals. <laughs> Thanks, Morrow. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly how Morrow feels. What is um, she, Betty? What is she, Betty Draper? Come on, let her let her do her own thing. You know what I mean? Well, maybe that's what's gonna happen. Maybe she's gonna keep this character, and then eventually she's gonna go out with a shotgun and take out the neighbor's pheasants. <laughs> also, if I was to hot tag myself uh, and say, "What are the two worst songs Jesus. on NXT?" I would say Johnny Gargano <laughs> and Candice LeRae. <laughs> I hate both of those songs. It makes me like both of those characters a little bit less. Yeah, they're not. They they don't pump you up. No, they're not uh, tough. I think even if they switched songs, I'd still hate both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me ask you: with uh, uh, NXT Brooklyn still uh, over a month away, yeah. I mean, take over Brooklyn. Uh. What are is Chapo getting two shots at the title, or is he winning and then defending against Alistair, uh, Alistair uh, at the takeover, and then moving I, on to I, the next feud? I don't know. Have they really determined when they're going to get a, a battle? I don't. It's not next week, is it? I wow. We do so much research for the show. I uh... <laughs> none of it to do with wrestling, apparently. Yeah. Um. um... We're talking about the music. Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano, that music is just... <laughs> but when is, when is the title match happening? <laughs> I can't tell <laughs> and laugh, so we're never going to find out. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, uh, I don't... I don't think it is next week because uh, what's his name took a header on the cement apparently. In th in three weeks, uh, when was this posted? July fifth. So yeah, it'll air. The match will air on July eighteenth. Yes. Oh wait, is that next? Yeah, it is next week. <laughs> wait, then why does it say in three weeks? Uh, that would be the twenty fifth. I don't know. They're wrestling articles. You can't believe any of this crap. It's a tweet from NXT. Oh. 
Uh, well, actually, it's from it's from Tommaso Ciampa. I don't know. We we need you can't to do trust Ciampa. He's a bad guy. <laughs> I like how Ciampa has a tweet where he didn't do the at symbol. He wrote in at. Oh my god! Idiot. <laughs> he wrote, "I'm going to expose at Alistair." <laughs> God. It's really savvy with the Twitter there. Oh, well, this is what the research for this show gets us. Now we get to giggle. <laughs> I know we would have missed that silly tweet. Uh, yeah, um, I, I don't know uh, exactly. I, I've got two different answers here. I've got NXT saying in three weeks, and that was on July 5th, and now you have on the 18th. <laughs> But, which I'm fine. I'll accept that. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't need to rush that match. I can wait. Because I kind of want Ciampa to win. But uh, if they you know, do it on a Wednesday night, then uh, the odds of that happening are pretty low. I don't know. Do they... Does Is it low? Like... Uh, I don't think they're going to have Alistair... Because they've spent a lot of money to advertise that guy. Like, he's got cool music he's got a cool uh cm punk pipe pipe bomb uh sit down entrance and then he's um he's got a cool aladdin vest um, <laughs> yeah he's champion. all he's all he's suited he up now a, he comes out on a hannibal lecter uh uh cart that they you know they, they you know spared no expense uh they're putting a lot into <laughs> alistair Ooh. By the way, you know what I'm really excited about? I might actually buy the next iteration of WWE 2K, what is it, 19? You buy everyone. Don't lie to the fans. The last one I got was not this year. I got the one before. And then before that, I hadn't got it in a while. Yeah. I kind of want to play as all the NXT guys. Like, I want to book my own NXT shows. I think you could uh, go through the roster. Like, you can get hired in as an NXT wrestler and then win the championship and then make it to the main roster i don't know we'll have to we'll have to buy it and then review it because it's part of our job now yeah just like when we gave Uh, a glowing review to glow last week oh god yeah we i don't know we got to stop putting this off we got to like sit down and just talk about glow for an hour and a half um but uh like for nxt i i just you know what i wanted to throw out there real quick um i do but go ahead like yeah uh, you know, Adam Cole and Danny Burch, it's it's just, it's not Danny Burch's fault. You know, he hasn't really had time to, um, you know, become his own person. Um, just like Candice LeRae! Uh, but I do think that the <laughs> storytelling for the Tag Team Championship match was... I, I don't know, it was like I was watching a movie. You know, with that poor Trent Seven, um, you know, doing his damnedest to not give up for his little buddy Tyler Bate. Yeah. You know, he didn't want to lose the title for him, so he was willing to sacrifice his, his ACL, and I know exactly what that stands for. It's anterior <laughs> something, something, something. Oh, no, not the anterior something, something. Oh, mama mia. <laughs> and then he broke both of them in half somehow. Um, my, um, because you, you want to give it back to Undisputed Era. Yeah. Uh, they're the most over guys, and they're kind of kind of heelish. You know, there's, there's, it's better to do storytelling that way instead of having the faces triumph every week when they defend. Um, but it's, uh, it's, a, you know, it's a finish we haven't seen in a while with Tyler, you know, really 
do I, you know, sacrifice the belts, or, you know, do I sacrifice my friend? And ultimately, as the good guy, you had to sacrifice the belts to save the career of your best buddy and tag team partner, Trent Seven. Um, so he threw the white towel at the ref. He, he called it, um, even though Trent Seven refused to give up. Um, I just... I, I just I wanted to make sure that we we made mention of that. It wasn't just that the undisputed era won, which was the right decision. Yeah, is that you know whoever put that story together just they did a great job. Um, they should be noted for that. We got a bunch of notices this week about um, um, like who got nominated for Emmys and Glow did for best comedy. Um, it's not gonna win because Atlanta is also up for stuff and Atlanta's probably the best show. Yeah, um, but be- anyway. If we started to do wrestling Emmys, I don't know how the whoever put that NXT title, tag team title, um, like trajectory together. That that is just really well written TV. Um, the crowd loved it. Um, Maro sold it perfectly, and as somebody sitting at home, you know, removed, detached from the situation, I was I was thoroughly entertained. Yeah, it was, was it was something. Was, go ahead. It made both teams look good too. Yeah, but go ahead. I was gonna say, like, uh, like I mentioned, I was watching it with no sound. I watched that happen, and then I was like, "What the, f- what the fuck just happened?" Like, I just all I saw was a towel get thrown in the ring, <laughs> and then Roddy Strong and Kyle Riley grabbing the t- the titles, and I was like, "Wait, you can do that?" So I had to yeah. go back, turn the sound on, rewind, you know, thirty seconds, and watch the end of that match happen again. So. The biggest takeaway for me is why doesn't that happen more? That is such uh, a great way to end a tag match where you get... I mean, both teams are over on that. Like, one, you've got... You're, you're over because you, you... I mean, you're showing uh, compassion and empathy. You love to see that from human beings. Yeah. And then they're not actually losing. Like, he's not giving up to that hold. It's just... Tyler cares so much about Trent that he had to throw in the towel instead of just yeah. going in and breaking up the submission hold. <laughs> I think, I mean, that's, that's really, that's really the luxury, though, of, of NXT. Like, you couldn't do that every week on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, because then it would, you know, you, you have so many matches, you'd end up using it, like, every other week, and this was, like, a, a big surprise, like, oh my god, you know, thrown in the towel, like, you know, Mickey and Rocky style. So, um, are, are we just, I don't know, unless I'm missing something, like, how do guys get away with breaking up submissions? Oh, you mean like, uh, like tag team style? Like if, if that's going on, somebody diving in and hitting yeah, a kick or something? like on a pin or something that happens all the time. Well, there's always one leg over the rope. Like I, I it's that's that's kind of where uh, like there's the surprise of like, wait, we never see this happen. Why don't wasn't that happen all the time? And then there's also the question of why didn't he just jump in and break up the, <laughs> the submission? I think I think you could, you know, um, if you want to do kayfabe, you know, probably the the um, argument is you know what the ref was looking at because. Usually when that happens, I think they, I would say 90% of the time, they try to strategically have the ref with his back turn, and then the tag team partner dives in and punches or kicks. Um, but it looked like the ref was actually facing Tyler. Um, you know, so he could he kind of had an eye on the towel a little bit. Yeah. 
So it's, I, I, you are absolutely right. You know, it, you know, why not just dive in and, you know, do a kick or a punch, but, you know, storyline-wise, at least, at least there's a little bit of an out, but I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Oh, yeah, like, it, it, it is. It's a, it's an amazing way to end a match, because I just, I love that idea that neither team, you know, like, you're not, you're not getting one team too far over the other, and then you get to switch titles, you know, I think, I think Tyler and Trent are going over to NXT UK for a while, um, yeah, like that you know, had to happen. You know what's interesting is like back to back and back to back weeks. Um, like we saw this this uh, gesture by the writing team, so they're essentially saying, "Hey, these guys are valued members of the roster. Um, let's protect Tyler Bate. Uh, let's protect Trent Seven. So they don't really lose. You know, they mistakenly throw in the towel to protect each other, right? Yeah. And just a week ago, we saw EC3 lose clean. Just kind of an interesting uh, um, uh, way to handle those two situations. So if they're really going gung-ho on that NXT uh, Europe, or whatever they're going to call it, um, just kind of an interesting way there to protect what, you know, outside of Pete Dunne, probably two guys are going to feature prominently at the top of the card if they ever do like an NXT Europe uh, tag team tournament. Um, I think you'd be shocked to not see Trent and um, Tyler up at the top. And I, I know this isn't exactly the direction you want to go in, but if they don't do some sort of Ryder Cup style, like NXT US versus yeah, like an NXT interesting UK. version of Survivor Series. Yeah, or like have it, you know, have it like a, a three-day thing. Have a tournament. Have, you know, one day singles matches, another day is tag match. Like, just like the Ryder Cup. And then have like uh, like a Royal Rumble or something gets you like 50 points. Like, you... Damn it, why the why aren't we booking this shit? Like, that would be amazing. Could you, like, every win. And then you'd have like the comeback <laughs> victories. Oh my god. That would be so much fun. It'd be, well, they, it'd be just they do a, a takeover for Survivor Series, don't they? Yeah, but we, when no, plan, this could be they, its own thing. It when should. Do they plan on, uh, when do they plan on launching that NXT Europe? Do they have a date for that yet? I, I mean, they could probably launch it today if they wanted. I don't. It's not like it's the Vegas Golden Knights and they have to like, you know, find a team. Like they just got to sign anybody. These <laughs> these guys that'll do anything. To get yeah. on that roster and then, uh, you know, just get some, you know, little theater and off you go. <laughs> yeah. I, like, um, I, I don't know the details on it, to be completely yeah. honest. All I know is that I want an NXT Ryder Cup championship at some point, and it better happen in, within well, the next year. Here's what I know I wanted. Uh, between this dumb NXT, or, sorry, between this um, <laughs> Extreme Rules pay-per-view coming up, and then takeover, you know, which we're just we're just dreaming about. And we had a, you know, you and I had a great time watching that hour of TV this week for NXT, uh, right? Yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure that NXT got the bulk of the coverage this week, so I wanted to make sure we at least did a half hour with NXT. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we got a. So now we have a it's, stupid it's, special show coming up this week. Yeah. <laughs> a it's. Special probably gonna be like four fucking hours long rules every week (laughs) 
Yeah, you don't get also, three matches that have... You also don't get extreme rules uh, in most of the matches of this pay-per-view. <laughs> this is so stupid. How? Do they, how? Uh, I, I don't know. I, why is this a pay-per-view? Uh, just give it. call it something else. This is silly. Uh, like, we have of, this... Uh, one of... Uh, I don't know if you saw, but one of Matthew of Botchamania, one of his boys... Uh, like redid the logo for Extreme Rules, yeah. and he just edited it so it just said, "Coming this Sunday, WWE rules." <laughs> so it's just like standard wrestling rules. <laughs> well, so let me ask: Are are we counting the Iron Man match as an Extreme Rule? Because that, if anything, is just more rules because. However many matches you're going to have in that Iron Man match means there's just that many rules to be extrapolated out. So, yeah. if anything, there's more rules in this match than any other match. Just uh, for the I, sake I, of that, I, there's multiple pins. Yeah, I, like, I feel like extreme rules should be less rules, not more arduous rules. More <laughs> strict, disciplinarian, 30 minutes of hardcore rules. Yeah, if it was, like, a no-disqualification Iron Man match, that would be like, fucking nuts. <laughs> I think, like, when you say extreme, like, it feels like you'd have to go to extreme measures to to win or lose. Yeah. It should have just been called, uh, like, maybe extra rules, or especially rules. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> all the normal rules of a win and a loss are at play in most of these matches. And, and then there's... I don't know. There's instances where it just it felt like it could have made more sense to even do that. What? It's so stupid. Why did they do that? They just changed the name of the pay-per-view. All right? Yeah. We got, we got Great Balls of Fire. Why not Big Hogs of Thunder? I don't know. <laughs> Something. Cause it's really just... They should have just had this be... Like, I heard they're going to bring back Halloween Havoc online. They should have just it. right, right in the middle of July, just Halloween havoc. Fuck there it. you go. Fuck, fuck, fuck. That's it. What, it makes more that's sense. Than it should have just been called fuck it. Fuck they it. just got these giant letters at the entrance, and you big walk eye in. Big eye. Yeah, you fuck walk it. in between the I and the T. <laughs> fuck it. WWE and Snickers presents fuck it. <laughs> They should have the announce guy, like, hesitate. And, like, uh, fuck it. You're gonna make me say this? Okay, well. Fuck it. And, like, every match just ends with Roman Reigns winning. Somehow. Alright, that was too far. I took it too far with that. I know. Um, um, do you want to get that one out of the way, or should we start with my list here? Because this, this list actually works out pretty good. And get the shitty ones done. Well, I don't know, I'll say, I, I'm going to take back what I just said, because I'm looking at this list. I care about three... I, I care, and I, I, the, the asterisk with this, um, I, I care about, like, three matches on this card... And that's because a lot of them, storyline-wise, aren't going to mean anything. Which, does that mean we get a great pay-per-view? Sometimes. Sometimes. When, when all of the stories make no sense? Yeah, those matches usually... I mean, 
Because Sanity in the New Day. It's probably going to be a pretty goddamn good match. Right? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. And and that's actually a bad example, too. Because I like watching Sanity throw a, a pancakes around the room. But, um... So, <laughs> that's, how, that's their storyline build. That's all I needed. <laughs> but, um, uh, you, know, you know where I'm going. But, yeah, go ahead. Let me just say, um... I know we were kind of poo-pooing, like, the past couple uh, pay-per-views. Like, they had to focus on, um, you know, like, Money in the Bank or Revenge. And there was uh, a lot of, like, schmoz matches or, like, singles. We do get quite a few tag team matches in here. You get Bludgeon Brothers versus Hell No. Um, Sanity versus The New Day. Just in a, um, uh, just kind of a, a, you know, feud match. Um, while the, the first... Um, first match is going to be for the tag titles on SmackDown. And then you should be getting... One, two... Yeah, you still get a Raw tag team match. Um, the Woken Warriors, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt versus uh, the B-Team. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been it's been a while, but you're going to get three tag team matches out of this. Um, hopefully two out of the three aren't on the pre-show. Um, <laughs> uh, I, 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 if you... You're reading, reading, like, the dirt sheets. It does kind of look like it's headed that way. Because, uh. like, go through the rest of the roster. I, I, I think, I don't know. Uh, definitely Finn Balor and Baron Corbin could be uh, trending to the uh, the pre-show. Um, definitely the B-team. Anything the B-team's involved with. Uh, or, you know what? I shouldn't even say that. I feel like Matt Hardy's been on every pre-show since he came back. So... Anything Matt Hardy's involved with is pre-show material. Um, I don't think you put Shinsuke Nakamura in the pre-show. No. And I don't think that they want to put the two, either of the ladies' matches, on the pre-show. No. Uh, especially uh, because Alexa and Nia is, is an Extreme Rules match, which also is just no DQ. And it has uh, Ronda Rousey implications involved too. Right. Yeah. So that that right that right there. And and uh, I, I they're not going to put Daniel Bryan up there. They're not going to. What a kick in the nuts would it be? Like Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins after Rollins's own Monday Night Raw for the last couple months, and then Vince is just like, ah, well, yeah, I'd fuck it. The fuck it. The pre-show would be Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins. Um, sorry. <laughs> That was my own shot. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, you just go top to bottom. It's probably going to be the B team. And then uh, who, who, what was the other thing I said? Uh, well, oh, Finn Balor and Baron Corbin. Isn't that weird that Finn Balor is going to be on the pre-show? It sucks for him, but I, at this point, it doesn't feel weird anymore. Yeah. It feels more like, all right, so Finn's fighting Baron Corbin? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. Because when you're fighting Baron Corbin, you're not you're not really moving up in the world, you know. Like once once that's be- that has become your reality, <laughs> kind of screwed. Yeah, I, yeah, you. I mean, you don't put the you don't put the Cleveland Browns on national TV, you know. Yeah. Uh, Baron Baron Corbin BC Cleveland Browns CB. I mean, that not an accident, you know. They're pretty much the same person, same team. Uh, <laughs> Um, well, who, uh, okay, so those are our pre-show matches. Who, who's your who's uh, pulling the curtain? 
who's pulling the curtain? Yeah, oh. who's who's the who's the match that's gonna be like this is this is extreme rules. Get off your seat. Let's do this. Woo. Um. Here's what I'm saying. All right. Pulling that curtain. Getting those asses out of the seats. All right. Hot hot tag. So. No, Team hell no. It's more special. Oh my hey. god. Really? Yeah. No way. Who'd you put in there? It's Sanity and New Day, 110%. Sanity and New Day. No, Matt, there's exactly. nothing on the line. We need to put some electricity out there. The layeth the smacketh down with Daniel Bryan. Kane. Uh, the Bludgeon Brothers. <laughs> uh, Luke Harper. Oh, oh yeah, I can feel the juice flowing now. <laughs> it's, mm, can't which, wait. Okay, which of the eleven matches on the card has the most Daniel Bryan in it? <laughs> Thank you. I rest my case, Your Honor. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's uh, screw it. I'm putting the fuck it. it. Let's go to my pre-show. And Luke Harper to come out to a song that goes. <laughs> and then they knock their their foam hammers into each other. Yep. It's it's still Daniel Bryan. Now, is that the reason that that match is an extreme rules? Because the Bludgeon Brothers could come in and accidentally reveal that those sledgehammers are made out of foam. Because <laughs> otherwise, they should just go to the ring. Murder those two, because it's extreme rules, so anything goes. And then hold on to the titles. That's a smart way to go about it. That's why That's that match can't be top. it can't be extreme rules. Otherwise they should do a sledgehammer match. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like what happened to just having like, you know, this is a chair match. This is a kendo stick match. Like that would be fine. I don't know. Let's start picking these dumb matches. Um, oh, wait. So what's your main event? I wanted to ask that, too. Hot tag. Main oh, event. Jesus. You've got... Uh, you've pretty much got one to choose from, but we'll just for funsies, we'll say you've got two matches to choose from. What's what's your main event, Mike? Oh, Christ. Uh, I, I... Jesus. It, it better be AJ and Rusev. I can't believe they're going to give Roman Reigns the main event against Bobby Lashley. What a... Because they haven't even said that's a number one contendership match, have they? No. They haven't. They've completely, according to Dave Meltzer, so I'm actually, this is true. They're writing Brock Lesnar off the show. What's this, Wrestling Observer Radio? Is that his show? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're not going to mention Brock until he comes back next WrestleMania. What? Yeah. Because no. he's, he's got to set up his big match. Versus, uh, what's his name? DC! Oh, that, that Cormier guy, is that his name? Yeah. But, I, I, I know, I know this isn't what we wanted to talk about. Um, I... Don't do it. I... Don't you do it! <laughs> I fucking loved... You son of a bitch! Watching him come in the ring! And call that guy a motherfucker! <laughs> that was so stupid! But I was on the couch giggling, like kicking my little legs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pointing oh. at the at the screen. Brock Lesnar called him that. 
Yeah, you haven't seen it yet? Oh my god, you're gonna oh. love it! Does he make, does he use his silly Brack Lesnar voice? Yeah, he has no other choice. <laughs> so, he does exactly what he would do in the WWE. He shits all over the heavyweight division. He lists other guys in the division and says they're all shit. And then he says, I'm coming for you, motherfucker! <laughs> Something to that effect. What a, what a Brack thing to do. I remember yeah. the motherfucker part. I, I did, you know, that's verbatim. Um... But, uh, uh, okay, so he's he's fighting in the UFC against some guy that he wants Brock to be his last match before he retires, um, and he's champ. Brock will probably win, and then you'll have, like, if the WWE lets Brock hold on to this stupid universal title that doesn't mean anything, then they'll be able to say that Brock Lesnar is holding both the UFC Heavyweight Championship and the universal title. What the hell? They're just going to go a whole year without a champion on Raw? Yeah, why not? What are you going to do, stop watching? <laughs> I, I guess. Mike, what is this pay-per-view called? It's called WWE Fuck It. <laughs> That's their new mantra. I thought we were going with the specialty rules. Yeah, I like that better. Fuck It just oh. made me laugh harder at the time. Okay, so... Oh. I, I, for one, a, uh, like, as much as the WWE should not want to have another night end with just booze because Roman Reigns is ending the night with a boring match that we all know the results of, I'm pretty sure they're going to end the night with Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. Why? That's not going to get a good crowd reaction. Because they purposefully Listen put... Listen here, Roman. <laughs> you and I are feuding now, okay? Smile. Damn it, Bob, we're fighting right now. Jesus, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I pissed and I, myself. And I thought my jokes were bad. I pissed Thank myself listening, re-listening to the last episode. <laughs> and you doing your Jesus, Bob. <laughs> Jesus, Bob. <laughs> All right, let's start, let's start some picks. I wish we had, like, some cool noise. Just... Picking, picking, picking. Picking, picking, picking. Picking, picking. <laughs> Is that what you meant? Yeah, now Something I'm gonna have pick? now I'm gonna spend all pick, morning pick, tomorrow pick, pick, <laughs> setting pick, up that pick. song. Just record this. Pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it. Alright. Who's gonna pick me, Roman? <laughs> well let's start at the list I have here. Number one. Uh Jeff Hart. I wanna start with Roman Reigns and Bobby. Alright. Because I want to not talk about that ever again. Okay. Let's do it. I, I like that. Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Or do you pick Roman? I'm going with Bobby Lashley. I won my last feud with Sami Zayn. <laughs> so, Roman, who have you beaten? <laughs> I I think they they know how much... Have you seen my trapezoids? Yeah. All right. No, he's not even that vain. He wouldn't even think to say that. Alright, sorry, go ahead with your thought. Jesus, fucking hate Bobby Lashley. Go ahead. I think they realize they fucked up with signing Bobby. Um, <laughs> They're gonna release him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be the reason for Roman to win. Um, I, I think I think they want to have someone that looks like, uh, like a real opponent for Brock uh, besides Roman. And, you know, it's fine. Roman will be the one who beats Brock Lesnar. Uh, but if they need another fight 
for Brock before Roman, then they'll have a Bobby Lashley to go. Now, all that being said, if I had to pick a winner, that's my pick. I don't think this match is going to end. I, I think uh, we're going to set up a SummerSlam thingy. Uh, so that's that's my real pick, is this match. This match still will end the night, and we will not get a clear victor, and somebody, oh, I don't know, some sort God. of dumb feud will start, and no. we won't have to watch that. I, I'm picking Roman because I want it to end. <laughs> I want it to end. I want, I want I don't like. Want to hear, I don't want to hear Bobby Lashley's fake credentials. He doesn't have any. <laughs> Just end this. I want like um, what? Uh, uh, man, I really can't remember anybody right now. Um, who's our other tag team that's on Raw that doesn't get any TV time? That's from NXT. <laughs> Uh, um, authors of pain. Yes, thank you. Yeah, authors of pain are gonna come out. They're gonna teach Roman a lesson, and then Bobby's gonna be forced to tag with them for the next month. And we have to watch the worst tag team of all time. Not only storyline wise, but just you know, like I don't give a shit wise. <laughs> Finding uh, authors of pain, and then they'll win, and it'll be dumb, and nobody will care. <clears throat> That's my pick. I... Uh, okay, now that that's out of the way, uh, whatever whatever order you want to go in. All right, so that means we get to end with AJ and Rusev. Uh, yeah, something nice. Jeff Hardy and Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, uh, uh, I'll pick. I, you I'll want me say. To pick first, yeah, or? go ahead. That's I was introducing it. You pick. Well, here's here's what I want. I want Nakamura. Um, is he gonna win? No. Because he, he never wins. Okay, so Jeff Hardy wins. Yay. Um, Storyline-wise, I, I, don't, I don't know. Nakamura is on the same list as Finn Balor. Um, I know when they fought, it was the greatest thing in NXT history. And on uh, the main show, Vince could not give less of a fuck. He does not care about either of those two men. It's really annoying. Well, I mean, Mike, I mean... <laughs> Jeff Hardy is so hot right now. I you can't even open Twitter without just seeing Jeff Hardy pop up everywhere. Here, there, in my hair. It's just Jeff Hardy, all the time. You thought, you thought Ryan Gosling was a hot forty-year-old? Wait till you see Jeff drunken Hardy. <laughs> Mike, Woo! does anybody deserve this title to uh, more run than more Hardy. than Jeff Hardy? Oh God, no. <laughs> I think they should bring back Sting so that Jeff Hardy could force pin Sting down. Oh, <laughs> that is some the booking right there. I like it a lot. Uh, quick aside, yeah. the documentary was pretty good. Uh, I don't know how they got the rights to use all that TNA footage, but uh, good for them. It, it, it made it seem like the full story instead of just the WWE side of things, if you oh, watch that. I had no idea what you're talking about, but I gotcha. I will watch that as soon as I can. Yeah, it's... it's uh, um, If you watch those Monday Night War documentaries... Yeah. Like, it's that good. Um, like, it's that thorough and put together and, you know, kind of... Uh, you know, like, like a 30 Netflix for 30? Is really good at documentaries. It's, oh, yeah. Like, it's compelling stuff. So there's a lot of murder in it. Tons. Oh Lawsuits my God. and yeah. Cool. Um, so so bottom line, Nakamura, I, I 
I wish he could kind of kickstart the U.S. Championship match. It'd be really cool to see him square off against all the faces every week. But uh, I, I, I don't know. That's, you know, Vince McMahon runs a company, and he wants a, a white guy he's vaguely familiar with to hold the belt, I guess, who's over 40. So, Jeff Hardy wins. Yay. I miss our NXT discussion. All right, let's try to blitz through these. Fucking hell. All right, uh, Carmel and Asuka. Wait, can I pick one? No, I ju you just picked one. All right, Carmella versus Asuka. Who you got? Um, <clears throat> no, I meant... Keep in I mind, didn't... Asuka just bitch-slapped well, James Ellsworth um, in the last month. But go ahead. <laughs> I, I think Carmella's walking away with this, right? I know. Um, the, well, uh, I'm picking Shinsuke. Uh, and the, was that not... Is that what you want to do? do? Are we each picking one? Like, you mean... Oh, I just assumed we both picked Jeff Hardy. No, I was picking Shinsuke. <laughs> you were oh, like, you know what? I apologize. I made such a good case for this. What's the next match? I picked for both of us. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I, you know what? I'm sorry. I kind of Vince McMahon that first one. But go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, what are the... Is, is the better story, like, they get to book... Asuka versus Charlotte at SummerSlam, and Charlotte can beat Asuka again. Ooh, is that oh. is that more all of Japan? Is that more of a WWE storyline? Like Nagasaki line? wasn't enough. Yeah, this also has to bury Nakamura and Asuka. Because I think okay, so Jeff Hardy beats Nakamura. He gets sent to 205 Live, gets a title match at SummerSlam for the pre-show, and loses quicker than uh, Daniel Bryan against Sheamus. Ooh, a new record. Yeah. I like it. And Asuka does the Kevin Nash to Hollywood Hulk Hogan. She just... Lays <laughs> yeah. down for Kevin Yeah, lays down. Oh, no, it lays player. down for, for Charlotte. Player. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's my SummerSlam fantasy booking. Um, obviously, folks, I don't want any of that to happen. But that being said, Carmella, Carmella has her, um, you know, her ace in the hole. So uh, she, she's winning this because of, of, of her little crony. And For those of you who keep in track, that is Dark Knight reference number two. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it should be Asuka. It doesn't... I don't know. Like, this feud can continue if they want, if Asuka wins. But th that'll be... I guess that'll be the end of Asuka going for the women's championship uh, on I SmackDown. Think... I think uh, we have two uh, references to the Dark Knight. Here comes Jurassic Park reference number Ooh. two. I think uh, I think uh, Oscar uh, finds a way. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I I think uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I think she comes out on top, uh, takes down the uh, lovely Carmella, and uh, she uh, goes into uh, SummerSlam as your. Uh, Oh, uh, women's champion. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, you didn't. You didn't end it right. You gotta end. Uh, and 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 there it is. There it and, is. And uh, there it is. Now you're you're packaging Oscar. You're selling it. You're selling masks. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? You're looking in the tea leaves. We we got some flair in the future. We got Oscar. Uh, you know, going to SummerSlam in some capacity. I I think that's your big. You know, it's it's uh, SummerSlam is is Mark Slam. Uh, we're Marks. We want to see Asuka hold the gold for like five seconds at least, hold that right? Gold. 
holding the gold, and I think Oscar's gonna battle for the gold. <laughs> She's gonna take it from Carmella. All right. All right. And, uh, uh, Asuka uh, finds a way. All right. All right, Mike. Pick Bliss and Nia Jax. Oh, we're going back to back to back to back, ladies. That's how um, I have it ordered. Woo! It has uh, enough. That's... There's nothing against the ladies. That's how I had it ordered. It's just came from Bleacher Report. I can't help how I typed it. It was just. It was from Bleacher Report. All right. Pick one. I'm going with. The Five Feet of Fury. Who looks nice. loose? Yeah, me Come too. On. We know we just saw Naya versus uh, Ronda Rousey. So now it's time for Alexa to get out there and uh, you know uh, teach her the ways of the promo. You know. Yeah, is is Ronda gonna interfere and help Alexa win so that she no. can fight Alexa? No, 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 no. So what's going to happen? Uh, we'll have a, a coupon day or something. God, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> um, Mike, um, Phil the Bear just proved you can't have a coupon day. <laughs> um, where, where'd you get that Ronda coming in to interfere, Matt? This it's, isn't... This isn't Jurassic Park Lost Kingdom. We're not having the dinosaurs team up. It's a one-on-one -on -one match. Yeah, but, but John, when Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> breaks down, the pirates don't attack the guests. <laughs> no, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be Alexa. <laughs> no, the booking in this match is that Ronda Rousey has a front-row ticket just for this match, apparently. Well, that's and how you write Naya in as the loser. Like, she... Oh, she's got momentum, but oh, she bumped into Ronda, Ronda cold coxer, and Alexa gets the win. Um, I I don't think anyone wants to watch Nia versus Ronda at SummerSlam. They want to see Alexa and her her mean girl stuff versus Ronda's. Well, fighter, are you ready? Let me paint the picture, though. It's just you know the the argument would it's... be from Ronda that she wanted her chance at Alexa. And if she could help Alexa win, now it's Ronda versus Alexa at SummerSlam. At the Super Slam. Yeah. <laughs> I keep at wanting to say... Four marks. I keep what? wanting to call it, the, like, the Super Duper... Like, SummerSlam is so super dumb. Super Duper SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that that's, that's me arguing that it could make sense. I guess it's kind of a stretch now that I said it out loud, but... Uh, Alexa's. Yeah, I think where we're both going. Alexa. Yeah. Um, alright. We're gonna keep on rolling. I think we, we kind of touched on it. We got uh, Constable Baron Corbin. Woo! Uh, versus Finn Baby Oil Balor. If Baron Corbin wins, then Finn Balor is on the exact same trajectory he's been on since he got injured. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how Finn Balor is not our universal champion, but what do I know? You know, I do a free podcast with my brother. So. <laughs> Hooray for, I, I don't know. Ba Balor should win. Baron Corbin, we already went over it. He's a Cleveland Brown. I, I don't know why he ever wins. I don't know. Oh, uh, this isn't really a hot tag question. This is more like just, just a memory, because I don't want your opinion. I want, I want some cold hard facts, but off the top of your head. 
<laughs> so, what do you call this? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, did Corporate Kane ever get a victory? Corporate Kane uh, retired 0 and 30. <laughs> I love it. All right. So, Baron Corbin's character is built to lose. Stop calling him Baron Corbin. His name is Constable. Constable Corbin. Baron oh. Corbin. Why can't we say Constable Corbin? That his works. His name is Constable Baron Corbin. Not We've got Constable the cuckas. The two cuz. No, he's the cupka. He's like a <laughs> uh, CBC salad. <laughs> the chicken and blue cheese. Mm. Chicken, blue cheese, Corbin. <laughs> now that would get over. <laughs> if he's doing the New Day pancakes versus the CBC salad, Constable, Constable Baron Corbin, chicken, blue cheese, I would watch that. Matt, are you picking Finn? Yeah. I'm picking the constable. God pick, I'm bless picking, America. I'm picking Finn. This is going to be on the pre-show anyway, so you don't you don't need to you know build up Baron Corbin on the pre-show. I'll, when you're when you're on the pre-show, you pretty you're staying at a level field. Like you're not going up, you're not going down. Your fate has been determined when you're on between seven and eight o'clock. We'll just put it that way. With that being said, they don't need to ruin Finn even more by having him lose to Baron. I can't, I can't see that happening. As much as I can see them ruining Asuka and Shinsuke, even though I wrote articles in January about, wow, the WWE is really changing. What a great company. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't see them. Like, Finn Balor is at least white enough where he, you know, I, like... Even though he's not from the U.S., I still think he's white enough that he can beat Baron Corbin and at least stay on the track that he's on, which is semi-main event, almost icy title kind of thing. I, 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 I you know, we don't know anything about wrestling, clearly, because we <laughs> think Finn Balor should win. Uh, he, he should. I don't know why Baron Corbin would ever win a match, uh, but I can't believe we don't do. Old, he'll come away with the victory somehow. I can't believe we don't do post shows anymore or ever. I don't know why I said anymore. We uh, should have you, a post you, show. You that... want to hear us upset for an hour and a half? Is I think that would be great radio. I would be so like the way that I like uh, as angry as I get about Roman on this show. This is me days away from having to watch Roman bury the whole roster. When I watch Roman bury it in, like, real time, I'm such a whiny little baby. I, I'm like Michael Sarah playing video games in Superbad, where I'm just like, why, why the fuck? Why do, you even wa why do we even watch this? Why do we watch why do it? Even make, why do they even make a pay-per-view? Yeah, it's just Roman Reigns wins. I don't understand why we even... Anyway. Yeah. All right, next match. Uh, next, I'm going to skip around like you did. And I'm going to pick the biggest match on the card. What? We're going to do Roman and Bobby again. No, I'm kidding. No. We're doing Woken Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt versus the B Team. The B Team. Uh, B, B stands for biggest match on the card this week. I mean, it's the it's the B Team. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I picked this match because I thought we'd be quick. I thought we'd be like, all right. Bang yeah. this one out. Uh, that's what the B the B stands for. Bang this one out. Uh, historically, nobody cares about comedy teams except me. Um, 
like when the Miz and Sandow were together, you know, my boys uh, right now, heavy heavy machinery, uh, the B team in that same vein, they're 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 going down. Uh, uh, Woken Warriors win. How did you just no sell the Fashion Police, the greatest uh, comedy uh, routine in all also, of WWE history? Also tremendous tremendous losers. Okay, biggest losers you've ever seen. All right, so that's another one in my favor. Woken Warriors win. Yeah, same here. Alright, your turn. I'm gonna go, gotta <laughs> go back in time. Alright. The New Day versus Sanity in their first, well, third match, and they kind of went one and one in their debut. This is their first pay-per-view. <laughs> um, so is I this... would not be shocked to see them lose, honestly. It's, they, nobody likes them but me. I like Eric oh, Young, Sanity? I like Killian Dane. Yeah. Um, I can definitely see Alexander Wolf taking the pin. I can see Eric Young taking the pin, just for Vince to give a big middle finger to TNA. You mean taking the table? Oh, I'm so sorry. A, uh, a smash through a table. I apologize. This is extreme rules. <clears throat> I am going to pick Sanity. I'm going to go in the, the New Day's Teflon. They can lose every match from now until WrestleMania and be booked for a tag title match and it'll it'll be fine <laughs> that's fine that's fine that's agree fine. to disagree <laughs> i just i then that's that's me thinking that's how this should be booked let's build another tag team here because team hell no shouldn't last that long yeah. uh and the usos as great as it was you know like they they did great retooling making a new type of uso but they started to sell well again and now they're just turning into the usos again so something's gotta give that was a reference from something's gotta give Ooh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not well, sure if they said that in the movie Matt, we we make our way to the one match that will absolutely steal the show oh man it'll be Seth the Kingslayer Rollins against Dolph Ziggler, the Intercontinental Champion. His best buddy in the whole world, Drew McIntyre. Yeah! Yeah, in a 30 minute <laughs> Iron Man match. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I don't. I don't really mind. Whoever wins, um, I'm probably going to be happy with. No. 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 Um, no, 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 It has to right. be Dolph. It's got to be Dolph, okay? It's Dolph's time, okay? He's waited a long time. He's a good worker. <laughs> He's been with this company a long time, and... I think it's Dolph's time, even though he's 38. I think Dolph <laughs> should be 20. the wildest champion. <laughs> Listen. Listen, stop reading my diary, okay? It's not cool <laughs> no. if you read your brother's diary. The show is... They're the... They're, I don't want to say they're the future, because they're already old. But... This this is an opportunity to build someone alongside Seth Rollins and and Roman Reigns. These two guys could be that. 
Dolph yeah. and Drew. They could. But it will all go away with another, or with a loss. Another short title reign for Dolph. Yes! It will all just say, oh, well, that was just Dolph holding the IC title for a week. Like he usually does. Yeah. He can't. He has to, he has to hold on. You have to hold on. Stand together. All right, that was a reference from Dinosaurs, still, the movie. You're still holding on to the past. You're, no, you did it wrong. You need to let it die. You're still holding on. Just. <laughs> I want you to shoot that Dolph out of the sky. <laughs> Mike, you have to let Seth Rollins die. Just right, for this here. one match. Seth <laughs> has made... He's, he's he's earned a victory here. Don't get me wrong. He's done so well on Monday Night Raw. Absent of a quote-unquote main event title, which would be that stupid universal title. And he's, it doesn't matter. He's made the IC Championship a main event title. So, yes, he does deserve to just get that title back and keep on rolling. <laughs> oh, that was not funny. <laughs> but Dolph, the the like the potential here for Dolph and Drew, if they hold on to the, they hold on to this title. Yes, it's them holding on to it. It just means so much more to them than it does for Seth. I Seth, completely agree. And if when um, when they remove the title from Brock Lesnar's shoulder, which how how oh my god how how are they going to sell that if they actually do do that? Let me just paint this picture real quick. Brock Lesnar's right, going to be he's going to be booked into a UFC heavyweight championship match, and then the title just mysteriously pops back into Vince McMahon's hands. So he's like, you know what? I'm doing a real fight. Take that back. Like. There's no good way for that no. to come back. But if it does, if it does, you've got Seth Rollins right there, ready to go. Take that title, and let's have some good wrestling again. So well, that, I think, uh, yeah, I think you're onto something. Because uh, if you're just gonna kind of see how the how the how the chess pieces move, Rollins, go ahead and lose. That's okay. He can still, you know, get some pinfalls in the Iron Man match, um, and even if he loses. He's our champion. Like, he can go on and, you know, fight for the Universal Championship. Nobody's going to be upset about that. Meanwhile, Dolph, um... I know we have a rule against fantasy booking. <laughs> Fuck that right now. Uh, so if Dolph's going to, you know, be the IC champ, you know, eventually he can lose it to McIntyre, get McIntyre over. It It, it works for everybody. Um, Dolph doesn't get a short reign. Drew's eventually the champion. And Seth moves on to bigger things because he's... You know, the best character on the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, the, the fantasy booking rule, I think I've booked my way into WrestleMania so far today, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mike, I think it's your turn, right, to pick... Oh, no, I pick one. Uh, Bludgeon yeah. Brothers versus Team Hell No. I have a fun answer to this, but you go first. Well, what I'm going to say... And winners of the match. And new oh! SmackDown Tag Team Champions. The team of Kane and Daniel Bryan. Team Hell No! 
Oh. Yeah, that would be fun. But it's, it's just another way to keep Daniel away from the main title. So. I I actually gave away I, I I gave away last week what I think's gonna happen here. I know. I just wanted to pick something else because I I kind of I kind of remember you writing that. So go ahead. Yeah, Kane, Matt. What's gonna happen? Kane is gonna turn on our dear friend Daniel Bryan. He would never do that. Yep. They're best buddies. <laughs> um, I I think they're gonna reignite that feud, and the Bludgeon Brothers will go on to fight. You know, the New Day or Sanity going into SummerSlam because I don't know. I guess that could be. Now that I think about it. Having Daniel Bryan in SummerSlam, like, he's going to need something, so give him the tag titles, but... Yeah. A rematch against the Bludgeon Brothers doesn't really do it, I guess. So something's got to happen here. Um, I just, I, I think... Uh, I think it's just Kane versus Daniel Bryan. It just kind of fits with the way they've been booking Daniel, and I, I, don't, I don't know if they're quite ready to move him up to AJ Styles. That might be, uh, and, and going, going to this... This year's WrestleMania coming up, Mike. I don't know. It's right around the corner. Uh, that's probably where we're saving AJ versus Daniel. But um, I just, I, I feel it. I feel Kane is ready to turn on his, his good buddy. I mean, he's done it to The Undertaker a million times. He came back for, you know, just a couple yeah, weeks, and then he turns I, on The Undertaker. I hope that doesn't happen. Just, I don't know. Daniel deserves better than a, than a Kane match at this point of his career. Um and Kane, uh, I, I am forgetting this. I'm just going to stick with my pick, but Kane is trying to get into office still, I believe. So he might need to stay a face, so I could be wrong in that instance. Liter Actually, was, literally, what politically. Hoping, <laughs> what I was hoping you would bring up, um, like, they... Uh, They've written out that Miz is going to be at some, what is he, at the All-Star Game or some baseball BS? Um, it's like a celebrity baseball game or something. But it just smells like they're going to try and sneak him into this match somehow. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Because they're purposefully saying, he will definitely not be there, so don't expect him. Because um, I, I, I don't know um, that... You know, as far you know, like how we talk about you know uh, Gargano and Ciampa, um, uh, right now Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream, like Miz and Daniel Bryan is the the biggest money match you can do with just like an emotional feud. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll get lucky and they'll plant the seeds for that, or maybe they'll, you know, do what they usually do to the tag team division and just kind of hit the reset button and. You know, put vets in there instead of guys who've been training as tag teams their whole lives instead of giving <laughs> them the belts. So, yeah. you know, I would be. That's kind of why I get my pick for Daniel and Kane because they don't know what to do with them and they they always do this crap to the tag division. So, nah, uh, that's that's kind of why I pick a Daniel and Kane. Man, this is um, so glad we do this. This is so much fun to talk about. This why, you can tell we love <laughs> wrestling. You know, we're just two guys who love wrestling more than anything in the world. You know? mm. And now it's my turn. Yay. Suck it! All right. <laughs> and in what could be the greatest matchup in WWE history, it'll be Rod Strowman against Kevin Owens and a chain link fence match. <laughs> no, they do the steel now. They got the bars and everything, right? It is really steel. Because definitely Ron not. 
Ice cream! I don't know. Well, it's got to hold up, bro. Just thinking about some delicious ice cream. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with uh, Braun because he always wins. Yeah. What? Don't say it like that. Well, you're making it sound win. like he's Roman Reigns. I mean, he, he he should win. Yeah. Did you realize that he's a little bit smaller than uh, Ennis Cantor though on the Knicks? No. Isn't that kind of weird? Uh, he's like uh he's like a senator who like talks a lot of smack but he's not very good. Sure. I don't know if he has the like the girth of Braun, but Ennis is a pretty big dude. It was, it was pretty cool. They were on uh, Instagram um rubbing um pectorals or something. I don't know whatever strong men do to each other. I don't know. Mike, I don't like the NBA because the finals are predetermined. I I just I can't Unlike in the WWE, <laughs> where everything is real. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll pick it Braun, too. But I still, I'm still thinking, like, there's this... There's that uh, advertisement that was online of Kevin Owens fighting Braun Strowman, and Kevin had the universal title in that advertisement. So, I don't know what that means. It's kind of weird for the advertisement to have that on there. Um, but, somehow these guys are going to keep feuding. And somehow, according to that advertisement, Kevin Owens was going to get the universal title i don't know you know i know those never mean anything but i just like where this is going i love watching them fight i love the uh you know it's like an old cartoon it's like watching looney tunes watching these two fight um so it's not the best yeah it's technical pro wrestling but no, it's just gonna be fun to watch kevin owens try to escape yeah it's fun it's fun it's fun um so yeah Braun Strowman, both sides Last match. Oh, Mike. Now I'm going to ask the question. Um, Here comes the big question. Let's say out of the, the two matches that we're going to talk about here, the last two, yes. and then the one that we talked about first, I think we can agree that those are going to be in some order on the last four matches of the night. Correct? Uh, you mean the Braun... Braun and AJ Kevin. match and then Roman match? Yep. Yeah. Are they really going to end the night with like... The chorus of booze? Yeah, so they're going to go Braun Strowman beating Kevin Owens. Duh. AJ Styles beating Rusev, which I just gave away. Duh. And then Roman Reigns beating Bobby Lashley, even though I'm picking Bobby just for funsies. Uh... Well, you know, uh, <clears throat> when we had the, the, the big takeover and we were trying to figure out where he put the Gargano-Champa match, and we were wrong. Uh, we thought, I don't know what we were thinking, but that's the biggest emotional match. Um, as far as, you know, what kind of crowd reactions are going to get, Roman and Bobby is just going to be like a chorus of boos for the match in and of itself. Yeah. Braun and Kevin, it's going to be silly. I think AJ and Rusev is probably going to be the last thing. That would be great. The only thing is, I, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Rusev's ever been that deep on the card before. 
Oh, you'd be you'd be correct with that, unless there's been like uh, an elimination chamber that I can't think of right now. See, what's going to be tough for this match, I feel, is I don't think anyone's really giving Rusev a snowball's chance in heck. Um, I think it's going to be kind of a weird reaction. I think at first you're going to hear the AJ Styles Rusev Day chance, but like you think it's going to explode for Rusev Day? They've done such a bad job of like making him seem credible. You know, he's good when he had the U.S. title and he was a monster and he was uh, merciless. Um, he would crush. He would snap. Um, and now he's kind of tame. Tried to have a little bit of personality, and it's just they don't give him the the, the win loss record that makes him seem like he's got a you know a prayer of beating AJ. Um, and then like SummerSlam's right around the corner. I don't I don't know if you want Rusev to main event SummerSlam. I I don't know. I love him, but I mean it's AJ. Yeah, and then this the the weird interactions on the build-up for this uh, title match kind of looks like they're they're trying to end Rusev Day. I disagree. I mean, we just saw on Instagram that uh, Glenn Jacobs in Glenn, uh, Knox County actually had to throw some weight around and got an official Rusev Day on the calendar. Well, I guess... Uh, I, I hear you there. It's just the, the way Aiden English has been booked where he keeps doing things that rusev doesn't want him to do and he's just you know he's not he's not following the rules of the boss so eventually you know rusev's just gonna get fed up with it so i i feel like aj's gonna win because of aiden english fudging something up so that i i and i don't want that to happen but it just me watching too much wrestling since i was a kid and the way that they keep booking aiden it's just what it feels like well, it's, it's, not what, it's not what anybody wants to hear. It's not what anybody would even want to watch. But uh, I, I think I think I think the WWE thinks they can only put Rusev in the main event if he's if he's not in this Rusev Day um, faction with Aiden English. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, like after Nakamura, you know, lost that series, did he even get a win? can't even remember. feels like he went 0-5 against AJ. Uh, I don't even know who's next as far as, you know, like AJ's SummerSlam opponent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it should be Daniel Bryan, but it, it probably won't be. We haven't had any real build to that. Uh, I don't know. It's there. There's some muddy waters right now. You know, we got a lot of, we got some time until SummerSlam and Rusev definitely feels, as much as we love him, he, he kind of feels like a, you know, a Leopold Butterstotch. <laughs> he's quite the little void filler, you know. Uh, <laughs> he's hilarious. He's a pretty good wrestler, but he's not AJ good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love his I love his spinning heel kick, and I love the Machka kick, and then he's got the uh, accolade, but, eh. Uh, you know, it's not you know it's not anywhere close to what AJ or you know Daniel or Shinsuke bring to the table. So uh, we'll we'll see. Um, I think it's going to be a fun match because AJ brings the best out of everybody. I mean, he even did it for you know Brock Lesnar, um, you know who basically does one shtick. Um, so yeah, I, we're well, going to be we're, we're not going to be in bad shape with that with that main event. The crowd's going to be invested. They're going to have something to chant, but. 
Uh, it's AJ. All day, every day. Let me let me give you one last hot tag, and then it sounds like you gotta go. Um, book for me, with no restrictions or limitations. You can pick anybody from NXT. Book for me, AJ Styles next match. You could pick anybody from Raw, SmackDown, whatever. You don't have to make a story. Like, who who should be in that match? Well, I gotta tell you, two people jumped out. Um, one is Daniel, just because I think the spectacle of it would be really cool. Yeah. Um, and number two was Finn Balor. Um, I feel like you dropped the NXT in there just to just to see if you could get me to pick Adam Cole. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, it it's unbelievable how Finn Balor was like a god in Europe. He was a god in Japan. He was a god in the, the same goddamn company that he's working for now, and now he's just such a cast off. And I feel like he would give an A plus 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 title match against AJ. Yeah. Uh, he's on the wrong program because he's on Raw instead of SmackDown. But um, uh, yeah, if I was gonna watch a, a thirty-minute match to close out SummerSlam, I'd want AJ versus Daniel or AJ versus Finn. Matt, hot tag, same question. Adam Cole. <laughs> Sorry, I got a huge crush on Adam Cole right now. Uh, either him, like if I could get. Drew McIntyre, Adam Cole, um, to just take the title from AJ, and then the two of them could just fight for it. That'd be, that'd be pretty great. Yeah, and a, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and an extreme kissing match. Yeah, whoever can land whoever their finisher you the most gets the title. <laughs> anyway, all right, that's enough. You get too excited. <clears throat> no, you know, the, the first... I played that game in my head, and for some reason I still, like... The kissing game? Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know how Drew McIntyre doesn't win. I play that every night before I go to sleep. <laughs> no, I was thinking, uh, like, my mind went blank. Because I was thinking Adam Cole before I asked you the question, and then I asked you, my mind went blank, and I thought, who who should get it? And I did think of Seth Rollins, just to give you a real answer. But, uh, you know, now that you painted an even bigger, better picture of Drew and Adam Cole kissing each other for the title, uh, yeah. yeah, that's the best. I'm, I'm going to go with that one. Hope her dad doesn't listen to this. All right. Uh, that, uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to play my favorite game where I like to mention things that happen throughout the week uh, before we sign off. Uh, the lowest rated show in Raw history. I don't think that matters, folks. Remember, WWE just signed a contract with Fox for a billion dollars. Yeah. So, they're fine. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that was I a billion to, dollars. I wanted to mention there was a, a lot of promotion for, uh, Quacky Quacky Duck Duck Booker T had his thoughts on why somebody who's seven foot tall uh, formerly Colin Cassidy, why he got released. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, nobody cares. Uh, what I want to see is next week when 
Booker T does his commentary on why Jonathan Coachman got released because he is the worst commentator this side of Michael Cole. Is that that's what you want to have happen? So Coach didn't actually get released? He did not. Damn it. He is still employed. Um I every it seems like everything he says is um misguided. Um ill informed. Um like borderline irresponsible. Like how are you part of the flagship show? There's only three people's voices that we hear for three hours. How are you one of them? Uh, if there was a plug where Jonathan Coachman had a contest where one wrestling podcast could have Jonathan Coachman on there and then promote it, I would not enter that contest. I'd <laughs> find another way to get fans. <laughs> He's the worst. He has no idea what's going on in any of those matches. Like, as, as I actually gave credit to Michael Cole earlier today... Um, I mean, Corey Graves, god damn, that guy, I, he's probably the best wrestling announcer I think I've ever heard. I love Corey. Yeah. Like, I, I, to a degree of being knowledgeable and also selling a character. Yeah. Like you have to do on Raw. You have to be face or heel. It's just, that's what happens. And he does it better than anybody ever has. Because everybody seems to be intimidated being on that, on uh, sitting down, having to listen to, you know, Vince yell at you. Everybody. When he makes a mistake, he makes it sound like it was on purpose. Corey Graves, best. Coach, worst. Absolute worst. He never sounds like he knows what's going on. He just starts babbling about some shit that has nothing to do with the match. I know, I... I can't get over his commentary in that uh, Nia Jax-Ronda Rousey match. And now uh, Nia's got Ronda in a in a bear hug, and I, I would say that's to Ronda's advantage. And Michael Cole's just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> She's stuck in a bear hole. Well, well it's slowed down the pace, and Ronda's going to be at her advantage. It's just... It's, yeah, it's, they almost needed to tell Coach, no, Coach, that's a wrestling move. That... I, we get it. <laughs> you don't you don't have to ruin pro wrestling for everyone right now. It's just like I can't imagine coach having to deal with his kids on Christmas morning. Like, yeah, like it says Santa on it. It's from me. I I don't want. I bought that for you. I I was out at the stores kicking and screaming getting that stuff for you so it's it's from santa but dad did all the work (laughs) you know i i know uh, i know my kids are really enjoying this ice cream but if you think about it kids this is from a cow's breast milk (laughs) (laughs) why are you ruining the things we love just shut up well not to mention how fat you're gonna be if you keep eating like this kids so, all the sugar that's in this, yeah, it's just going to give you little tits. Yep, <laughs> little tits. They're, they're starting to form right now. See? <laughs> chucka, chucka, chucka. <laughs> all right, um, the last bit of news, uh, Caitlin coming back to the uh, the May Young Classic. I was a huge fan of Caitlin. Uh, huge crush on Caitlin, too. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think Celeste Bonin is her name. 
so she's she's on her way back. Uh, it'll be fun to see if she actually sticks around. I know she's been in the indie scene. I don't know that, but I just read about it after I saw she was coming back. So now, now I know it. Now I know, because now I read about it. Yeah. So I'm confirming the report by other journalists who actually do research and know these things. I'm confirming what they're saying as being true without actually having any proof. All so, right, I'm sold. All right, so uh, that's all I'm of our news. Second hand. Yep. <laughs> I gotcha. All right, I am a member of the Athletic, so anything that they write is also my story. Sorry, yep. I don't know why. There's I just said uh, it was a quick plug for the Athletic. Absolutely. All right, we had some clickbait, a little map bait, and uh, I think it's time for uh, the brothers of discussion to ride off into the sunset and have a little bait themselves. Yep, that'll be Think good. The uh, pay-per-view kissing match between uh, Adam Cole and Drew McIntyre. Looks like I've got another interview. I can't mention my podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's it called? Uh, no, I do it. That's all you got to know. It's you don't. <laughs> Don't listen to it. When you interview for Disney, and the first thing they tell you is, with a, just a stern look of, we listen to your podcast. It's not a good start to the interview. It uh, didn't get biased. Um, we're going to turn you down. <laughs> Alright, well, mate, I, I think we've had our final thoughts. Uh, we, we got a, a big... Um, Especially rules coming up this Sunday, and yep, we'll uh, be sure to review that monstrosity for you guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Woo! And we can't wait for next week's NXT. This yeah. show's the show's gonna quickly turn into NXT only. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, bye everybody. Bye. What coming? I almost forgot Dosevich. Sorry. What coming? Except Tucker Knight went down, so I'm coming.